Celebrate Podcast, episode 216. That's a good number. You say that every time. No, that's a good one because 2 plus 1 is 3, and oh, 3 yeah, divided yeah. by 2, or 6 divided by 2 is 3, and it's like 6, and then like adds up nicely. That's why it's I good. I wouldn't have said that about 213. No, because that'd be, even though... 2 plus 1 is 3. <laughs> okay, I would have said that. But it just doesn't look as good. You're right, I would have said that. <laughs> Welcome to the show! It's really good to be here. How you doing, Sarah? Oh. Oh, no. What's wrong? Well, I did have to go to the DMV the other day. I'm so glad you went. I'm so sick of you procrastinating. Right. Well, no, I, Tell first of why. all, I was not procrastinating. That's how long it took for my appointment. Oh, that's true. Sorry. Thank I you. Judged. For Christ's sake. You're right. It's <laughs> terrible I got an appointment here. the first... As soon as I lost it. Well, and Tell them for, what happened. For the record, I didn't lose my ID. So I go... As if that's better than what you're about to tell it, it It's fine. Okay. In California, it is legal to buy marijuana. And so <laughs> I went to a recreational marijuana place that is totally within the legal... Is it, Sarah? <laughs> well, okay. I don't know. So I went there and, you know, you have to show your ID or whatever. They take your ID and they, like, photocopy it or whatever. And I forgot to get it back when they, like... Le- and I wasn't stoned before I went in there, okay? So it's not like, I <laughs> oh, that's because she's a pothead. No, I was totally sober and I forgot it. So I left my ID there. Wait, so that was an accident part? That was the accident. Okay. So I, I didn't know I if, just like, they left made my ID. Yeah, I, like, I was supposed to pick it up. Or maybe they didn't give it to you. They were supposed yeah. to hand it back. They were probably stoned. <laughs> Which is, mm-hmm, makes sense now. So <laughs> no. they were probably stoned and didn't give it back to me. And so I oh, get my God. stuff and I it's leave so and no big deal. And then I'm like, dang it, I, for- I left my ID there. And I'm like, oh, I'll get it when I go back to school. Because the place is like, you know, it, the only place right you can get it campus. is. Right Right, right, <laughs> what if? The only place you can get it is in Orange. Cause Orange County doesn't have like the, the, they basically in certain cities are the only place you're able to have these like dispensary stores. Uh-huh. Um, so I go back the next week and I pull up, I drive by and I go to pull up to the dispensary mm-hmm. and there are no joke, six cop cars outside. <laughs> I love this story. And I'm like, so what much. the fuck? And I'm like, but I got now like the cops see me pull, like I got to like commit to pulling in cause they're going to be like, what? It's weird if oh I just God. slow roll by and then keep driving. <laughs> they're going to be like, what is she doing? Scoping out the scene, returning the scene to a crime or something. You're going to think I did whatever's going on. So I, I like pull up, pull uh. into this whole, this center where it is. I guess there were like three or four of these dispensaries in like this one center. And I rolled down the window and the cop shines his light in my car. Like, what are you doing so here, ma'am? Night, okay. It was nighttime. Okay. And uh, I was like, uh, excuse me. I just wanted to know if this business is still open because I, cannot I left believe my you ID. Said this. Because I, 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 I wanted to tell him what was going on. I, and I wanted to know if like, is that still open? At the whole, and he's like, no, the whole place was shut down. And I was not going to ask any follow-up questions. <laughs> and so I was like. I wonder if they stole my ID, and I just <laughs> left. And then I was like, "Crap, I gotta get a new ID now." <laughs> and so I did. So you pull up to a raid. Um, essentially, I think I did pull up. I didn't even think about that. I probably th- it, it seemed like post raid, and then because they were all hanging out outside, it wasn't like they were in their cars, like you know. And then you were like, but I still want to know if I can get my ID. <laughs> I didn't ask him about the ID. That's how bad you don't want to go to the DMV. That, well, pfft, let me tell you. 
I, I will never forget my ID anywhere again because do you want to know how yeah, long I spent to that DM? I had, I had an appointment. Right. Yeah. I came at, I had an appointment at 10 o'clock. I came at 9.45. Right. Thinking like, this, what, whatever. Yeah. Like, I've done this a million times. It like takes 15 minutes when you, three hours later i left the dmv it took me so long that i started panicking about my dogs who i left inside and i was like in the car not oh for christ's sake not in the car Susie. oh in your house in my house okay. yeah but the door was shut and i'm like oh they're definitely gonna go to the bathroom on the carpet like <laughs> oh and we've got one rug that's like shag and i think they think it looks like grass and then when we leave the door closed for too long Bo payback she goes there <laughs> not anymore though just two times but, uh, oh my yes. god! So, three and a half hours. But that wasn't my whole point of bringing up the DMV. Oh, while I was at the DMV, mm-hmm. my phone died. You know, like it does. Because it was th- okay. It was three and a half hour, three hours. So you know, I was like playing on my phone the whole time, and then yeah. it died. And like when I still have an hour left in there, so I was watching the DMV television, which was like supposed to be like dmv like headlines like and it said news from the week or like international news stories is it their own channel yes oh that's okay but it's like the kind of graphics that 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 were on the news programs in your (laughs) high school like the senior (laughs) channel one yes this was that Mm -hmm. but the thing that was so annoying is that there must have been like Somebody programmed it oh, wrong. Oh, wait, you're saying like produced by your high school. Yes, yeah, yeah, produced yeah. by the high school. Like the graphics are like that swoosh in, like, you know. <laughs> and what would happen is it would scroll through like different oh pages of, and it would say international headlines. And then it would say woman, this is no joke, one of them. I wrote it down because I was like, this is crazy. It said woman marries tree. But then... It wouldn't have any other information besides that. <laughs> it wouldn't tell you anything about the article. That's bizarre. Said, I sat there for an hour waiting for like the waiting waiting On for the it to through. The one story it did have was Muhammad Ali. I know all about him. And I, I <laughs> and, but so it would do it in categories. It was like woman first was like international news. Woman marries tree. Then it was like culinary news, and it was chefs break world record. Still no idea what world record they broke. <laughs> And the very last one was sports. But for the sports one, they show a bunch of clips of like, first it's, it, you know, it's like a basketball player, a football player, what? All white guys. And I was like, <laughs> this is subtly racist too. So I have a lot to say about whoever's in charge of the DMV's television programming. It makes no sense that they're using money to do this. And the only thing, the only thing that actually had the article attached to it or any information was the sports one where it was like sports, white guy, white guy, white guy. And then a story about Muhammad Ali and how, you know, Joe Frazier. I know that Joe Frazier was the best fight he ever had because first he lost, then it was a KO and the third round was a total knockout. See what I learned? Didn't learn anything about women marrying a tree. I still want to know the punchline. I saw the article. Someone in Brain Candy Crush posted the woman marrying a tree article, which I didn't read, but I do know enough that it's she married it to save right. the tree. I think I, I think I, we did talk about this or something. She wasn't in love with it or anything. She just, it was somehow. Oh, she wasn't in love with it or anything like that would make well, it any you know less how, like, or more okay. Have Objective these stories. Yeah. Yes. And there's a name for people who are in love with trees. What, what is, is it? The name? Oh, okay. It's a real one. Come up with it. Oh, it no, it's, it's like a. Leave me at the altar. <laughs> In love with tree. Yeah, her 
effort was born out of environmentalism, I believe. Dendrophilia. Okay. Well, good for her. Or less I often, a bore of or a, a oh, that makes more sense. arborphilia. Yeah, like Arbor Day. Right, but it, right. dendrophilia. Makes I hope cool. they're very happy together. This says it may involve uh, that it tree looks like a phallic symbol. Wait, oh, so that's why they love it? I, that's what they. That's what this says when I type in tree lover. I mean, that's really grasping at branches. <laughs> <laughs> Right, we'll be here all week. (laughs) Oh, well, I'm sorry you had to go to the DMV. I am glad, however, that you will have a license. And I was so happy they didn't make me take a new picture. Okay. I was going to wait for another three hours. Did they ask you if you wanted another? No. They said, Do I have I asked. I said, Do I have to take first question? Do I need to take a picture? And she said, No. And I said, Thank God, because I was going to tell you, please just give me the temporary and I'll come back to take the photo later. I'm surprised you had to go back, though, because I lost one once and I just had to send away. Must I don't be. think they do that anymore. And also California, oh, I also found out while watching the DMV news, the one thing that I did, important piece of information, is in, they're going to require you to have this thing called a real ID in, at, to do any domestic travel after 2020. So in the year 2020, we're all going to have to have these ID cards that are separate than our driver's license cards. And we're going to have to go, you're going to have to actually go to the DMV to apply for this. And in applying for it, you have to show that you're a legal citizen and you have to like do all that. So in order to take, do any sort of domestic travel, you're going to need this real ID card. So we're going to have to make another trip to the DMV sometime in the next two years. Wow. Just Cal. And when I went in there, they said, is this for a driver's license or a real ID card? And I was like, well, shit, I should do both. (laughs) But I was like, I'm not wearing a makeup. I don't want to take a picture. What? You waited three hours and you didn't go ahead and kill two birds just because I didn't, you didn't know have that was an mascara? option. You're only supposed to do one. You're only supposed to you, like you check when you make your appointment. How many yeah. things are you yeah, are you right. handling today? You don't one want to two. screw anything up. Uh-uh. I get it. And okay. after a three hour wait, I was like, I don't want to be go to back of any lines to you know. Yeah. Tell me there's a form I didn't fill out. In general, I love avoiding lines, which <sighs> you can definitely do if you um, buy your sheets through Brooklinen. There you go. And I am a big fan of. Skipping middlemen because then you can save a bundle. Brooklyn and sheets are so nice. They're soft. They're luxurious. They have all different patterns. One of my favorite features is that you can mix and match your patterns. Because, like, let's say you go to wherever you normally go to buy them and you buy that big bundle. Yeah. But then you're like, but I got to get some extra pillowcases so they're not all, like, freaking floral or whatever pattern mm-hmm. and so that you have some different si- that brooklyn and lets you avoid that so you don't have to buy extra stuff mm-hmm. i really like that um and since you spend a third of your life on your sheets they should be more for so, me so nice <laughs> more, for more for me i'm in there by 8 p.m um they are the uh winner of the best online bedding category of good housekeeping as well it's luxury bedding but it's underpriced and I really want you to try them. I also want you to take pictures of them. And when you guys send me the pictures of your beds, I get so excited. It's so cute. And all your pets and stuff. Aww. Um, Brooklyn and sheets are the best. They're the most comfortable sheets I've ever slept on. Brooklinen.com has an exclusive offer for our listeners. You get 20 bucks off and free shipping when you use promo code BRAIN at Brooklinen.com. Brooklyn is so confident they'll offer a risk-free 60-night satisfaction guarantee 
and a lifetime warranty on all of their sheets and comforters. Oh, that's another thing. They have pillows. They have other stuff, too. Yeah. In fact, I saw they have candles. I'm going to buy some. Oh, really? I'm on a candle kick. Yeah. I noticed that. There's one burning today in here, too. <laughs> I know. I'm in, I'm in a mood. Yeah, I like it. The only way to get $20 off and free shipping is to use promo code BRAIN at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Promo code BRAIN. Brooklinen. These are the best sheets ever. Oh, mm-hmm. so no line there. Mm-mm. Okay. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Uh, I already bitched about the DMV. I, <laughs> I haven't watched this documentary yet, but I've read articles um, addressing the problem mm-hmm. with a poo on The Simpsons. Oh. You There's know the, a documentary about it? Yeah. I actually think it's called The Problem with a Poo. Oh. And it's made by an Indian woman or an yeah. Indian American yeah. woman who is unpacking the cultural problems yeah. with representing an Indian in a stereotypical way. And, and they have not stopped. Well, that is sort of what the articles I read are about is how that documentary came out over a year ago. I had never heard of it, which is shocking. But then the Simpsons addressed it in a recent episode and basically were like, who cares? They had Marge reading a bedtime story to Lisa. Huh. And Lisa's usually the proud feminist and outspoken and always politically on the, uh, the yeah. our side of things. And they were reading a story and they made comments about how something that was created decades ago that was once very acceptable and great and, and applauded now is culturally insensitive. And then they pan to a picture of a poo on the wall and it says, don't have a cow, man. And uh, Lisa says something else that implies like, we're going to keep doing this and you should get over it. Wow. They chose Lisa to say that. That's, that is, that's a statement. That's a statement. And then I kind of don't like this. I don't either. And they've interviewed Hank Azaria about it. Oh, good. He's the voice of a poo. Is he really? Right. I, I knew he did like every yeah. other voice, but I didn't know he did Apu. Which is another problem. Here's a white guy mm-hmm. doing an impression of what an Indian accent sounds like. Right. Okay. And what do you think Hank Azaria is going to say when he has been employed by The Simpsons for 30 years? I know. Well, he said he watched the documentary mm-hmm. and that he had never been troubled by it until he saw that. Well, good. That's what documentaries are for. Yeah. And that... That he's conflicted about it, basically. Good. Yeah. And so I wondered what you thought. I, I figured I know because we tend yeah. to agree yeah. on this type of thing. Uh-huh. But what what is this sense for you about sort of this everything's offensive mm. problem? Where it's like, well, what is funny then? Because mm. we've kind of touched on it with comedy in other ways. Yeah. Oh, this one is it's so difficult. Because I wouldn't like, like it if I were Indian. I know that. No, I wouldn't either. And if like well, that was the here's the problem. Thing. The 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 thing that I feel like the thing that the Simpsons could do that would best even the scales is why don't you have some more characters that are other roles that are just uh that Not are Indian caricatures. Yes, that of... aren't care. But then the other thing that it, it's like kind of you know. It feels almost like the Simpsons are something else besides human. I mean, they're like yellow and have blue hair, but then they went, they made all the other races. True. So that's weird. Yeah. Good point. You know, cause like, although 
The Simpsons are American. Well, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like... But I, they're yellow. They're, yeah. But so, you know, so it feels weird when, like, all the other characters are not... Like, don't have blue hair and pink hair or whatever. And yeah. And they're just, like, the race that they are. I don't right. Know, but, yeah, I don't even know what my feeling is about this, but it just is interesting that it yeah. is like now that i think about it yeah and i want to watch the documentary so Me that too. i can have more of a sense for what the argument is and, and it I mean, is totally racially insensitive of course that he works at freaking 7-eleven and the things that he says and and some people thought that having don't have a cow man on an indian okay. picture is also it a is problem. it is it is so it's like multi-layered Come yeah on. <laughs> That that is that is. It's just surprising because in certain ways, The Simpsons has such a great yes. grasp of cultural yeah. stuff, but in other ways, it's almost like they really don't want to let go of what was funny yeah. thirty years ago. Might not be anymore. Right. And I have read some articles by comedians who are like unwilling to evolve. Uh huh. You know, what if they did an episode like what would be. Cool is if they did an episode where, yeah, Apu works at the Quickie Mart, but maybe you have another episode where he also does something else, you know, where, like, show him in his regular life with his family, like, I don't know, winning a Scrabble tournament or something. You would know better because I don't watch the show, but, like, so they just show him at the Quickie Mart only. Yeah, and I think he has a lot of kids. (laughs) I I feel like I remember seeing little Indian babies. God. Yeah, like Apu's family is like a silent wife and a lot of kids, and he works at the Quickie Mart. Yeah, I'm I'm sure that'll be in the documentary. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll look into it, but it's food for thought, which I always love. And oh, if- he's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight children. Oh man! All right. Anyway, though, Lincoln's like he's at that age where he's super into like. You know, technology. Yeah. Minecraft. He's like... My God, they love that. They're like building things to build the future of their world. Like, I try to justify it, like the screen time, because Uh whatever, but, you know, it's just not great for him to be on there too much, so I'm trying to find ways to, like, get him to be in... He can use technology, but not in a consumptive way, in a more, like, interactive way. way. Yeah, Yeah, totally. And I found this really cool droid inventor kit that I am so excited to try with him. It's from... The company is called Little Bits. Mm -hmm. It's an award-winning platform, and they have easy-to-use electronic building blocks. Did you say droid inventor kit? Yeah. So, like, it's a complete droid kit, and then you put it together, but then you can, like program it so like you can give it its own personality oh my god skills and like customize it and the kid kind of learns coding from it this is the future (laughs) the future is now and it's little bits and my kid is super excited those are good skills to learn right and i just feel like okay like you can't avoid technology right like we're not going to go live on a farm for goodness sakes so at least have it be that what you're using and what they're learning is helpful in some way yeah. and interactive and all that. And it's super easy. The app that comes with it is self-explanatory. It's not complicated because I'm not a techie person. Like I don't get that, as you know. Um, and you can do different missions. Um, you can have the 
the droid go around your house and oh do God, fun cool. stuff. Um, it's just it's just really fun, and it's something we can do with him too. Um, and that's why I love Little Bits, and you guys should try it too. And I'm so excited because they're giving our listeners a deal on it. And I freaking love it because it's gender neutral, and they want chicks to be into technology too, not just boys, which, you know, yeah. STEMinists. Hello, that's us. Visit littlebits.com slash brain candy and you can get 10 bucks off a droid inventor kit. Get the Toy Association's 2018 Toy of the Year for Whoa. your kids and inspire invention. I'm freaking in love with it. Littlebits.com slash brain candy for $10 off a droid inventor kit. I'm going to put a picture of it on my um, Instagram so you guys can see it too. It's so cute. Okay, another thing I wanted to talk about oh, wow. yeah. is... If you watched Wild Wild Country yet. Oh, they're octuplets too. That's why. <laughs> that's stupid. Because, no, because that's all, they, the story, I think he had a baby at the same time there was a story about an Indian woman who had the world's record for most children in one pregnancy. I swear to God I remember well, this. Well, I know there was Octomom, but I, she wasn't. Right, no, but there was another, this was before, Good I think Lord. this was before this. Okay. And that's why they, they made it like. to that. Oh, she has eight babies. I'm sure it's racially, like, tied to some, you know. All right. It's not good. I asked if you saw Wild oh. Wild Country yet. No, what is that? That's the documentary series on Netflix about the cult. Oh, no. It's one I told you I wanted to watch, too, yeah. right? Yeah. All right. When you watch it, let me know, because we got to talk about I even it. wrote, I even told Landon this morning, I'm like, there are so many documentaries I want, I need to watch. Even that, um, uh, uh. Women incarcerated, what is the girls incarcerated? Yeah. I have to see that. Yeah. What have I been doing? I wonder that sometimes. I've, I've, I've been doing home repairs. <laughs> That's it. Yes. That is it. I was like, what have I been? Oh, right. I was up to like 2 a.m. painting. Because I know, like, when you're online and you haven't really been online, and usually that means you're watching something. Mm hmm. It's so weird how we know everything about each other. <laughs> so fantastic. Because we don't talk all the time. Yeah, it's I'm not exactly. like we're in... <laughs> Do you feel like that about me, or do you have less sense for what I'm doing? Uh, no, I have a good sense for... No, when... you do not, because you were like, how is the Scrabble tournament? <laughs> <laughs> Which I have no, not completed I, that, Let yet. me finish. I was going to say, I, I have a good sense when I can see on my story, your name is the first one that says whether you've watched it or not. Yeah. So I'll be like, oh, Yours she's is checked in. Too. <laughs> She's seen yeah. me. She knows what's up. But, like, I don't see that it informs me that you know what I, you know, so blah, blah, blah. Mm. Well, you should watch it. It's great. I will. Um, and people kept asking me if I had watched it because, you know, I'm the cult lady. Right. And I had I had known that the cult existed and stuff, but. Wait, is this the one where they have an actor playing? No. No. Okay, no. Never mind. No, this is, um. An Indian cult. Wow, we're doing an Indian episode. Oh, wow. That uh, <laughs> moved to Oregon. Oh. Which, by the way, folks, I now pronounce correctly. On a previous episode, I kept calling it Oregon. And people were like, oh, yeah, Susie, Oregon. what is wrong with you? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I missed the memo, but I was calling <laughs> it Oregon. Anyway, they moved to Oregon and set up camp. And it oh, was man. bonky bonk bonks. Oh, I yeah, I can't wait. And I kind of dragged my feet about watching it because sometimes it feels like, like I get, I don't know. Hmm. I get a weird thing where I'm like, I already know everything. That's how I feel about watching therapist related stuff. When yeah. people are like, oh my God, you have to watch the show. It's all about, I'm like, I know what yeah. this is about. Like I've the stuff this. that I'm reading about all the time, then people get like real into it. And I'm like, back off. 
I don't know. It's a weird thing, yeah. but it was very good. The key to these documentaries is if there were some was somebody with the foresight to film everything mm. in the eighties or whatever, you got yourself a good show. Yes, you do. Oh my god, yes, you, you do. You can't believe what you're seeing. So that's seeing. what this is? Okay. And you know what? Cults are great for that because they love recording themselves. It's like <laughs> there's always a narcissist leading the group and there's nothing a narcissist loves more than being on camera. Okay, now now that you're saying all this, you have to watch it. <laughs> okay. Because the the woman is actually the primary character. Really? Even though the leader was technically a man, but she was fascinating and oh, i want to know what you think of her okay so okay. everybody go watch it yeah and then we'll reconvene yeah and discuss cool but it's a six-parter it takes a minute oh, okay. okay 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 there's a new there's a, a new i think it's the not not jonestown uh what's the, waco there's a new oh, yeah. movie coming out i think it's a made for tv movie Starring an actor that I really like, but don't know the name of right now because it's like that. I'm like that. It's about Waco. It's about Waco, and he plays. Uh, what's Is his it name? Zach Efron no. playing oh. David Koresh? No, no. Wait, no, no, no. Because Zach it's Efron plays. Handsome, yeah, it is. It's somebody really handsome, and somebody I'm like, oh, he's a good actor. Okay. I can't remember who it is, but oh, I want to see that. Yeah, I saw. I saw him. I saw him interviewed about it, and he's. He was talking about how. He had to try to think of things in the way that, like, you know, when you're a member of the cult, you think that you're doing good, you know, and everybody else looks at you like you're doing bad. So he, as an actor, had to act it from a place of, like, I think I'm doing the right thing, even though everybody... So it was just interesting to hear him talk about... I have questions about that. I think sometimes... I think the members... Right usually feel that way mm-hmm. but i'm not convinced about the leaders mm-hmm. feeling that this is morally great. sound or whatever they're doing is like the best I, thing some of them but i don't yeah. think we can say that yeah. overall because yeah. about andrew them, keegan's cult is he doing the right thing that guy's bonkers <laughs> and i will probably edit that out because i would love to interview him <laughs> yeah you better edit someday. that out <laughs> but i mean that guy i wonder if the cult's still booming it's in Venice. We should yeah. just drive down or up or whatever it is. Yeah. I still don't know where I am. You don't. Uh, <laughs> can we talk about the weird... No. Put a pin in that. <laughs> we'll talk about something weird, but first I want to talk about how much we love Liquid IV. Oh, we do. And Oh, and now that I'm working out, woo, buddy. Liquid IV Feeling is saving hydrated. the day. I am excited about it because... When I first started trying it, I thought, well, this is great. And I'm, you, I always feel like my water bottle is like, where's Waldo on my Instagram? Yeah, because you can see it everywhere. I have it yeah. all the time, yeah. so I'm a water person. But this I, liquid IV is cool because you add the flavor to your water, but then you get two or three times hydration mm-hmm. from it. It really does the, the job efficiently. But what's really cool, and I hadn't thought of till later, was that it's so great for moms who... You want your kid to drink all the time, yeah. and they never want to. Mm-hmm. And we don't buy like juice or pop Good, or anything or for him. And so this is a great way for him to get hydrated. Uh, and the added bonus of flavor. Yeah, and it tastes good, yes. so he feels like it's a treat, yes. but there's not the sugary mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It's non-GMO, electrolyte drink mix, but it's vegan, free of gluten, dairy, and soy. And it has vitamins in it, including more vitamin C than an orange and as much potassium as a banana. 
Come on. That's bananas. D doubly cool is they donate one serving to people in need for every oh, order placed. that's great. And water is a real problem globally mm -hmm. yeah. where access to water is a problem. But if you're a mom like me or if you're health conscious and you're going on hikes like Sarah or if you're going on an airplane, mm -hmm. this is great because you can bring the packets with you. Or if you drink a little too much and mm -hmm. you want to hydrate the next day. We love Liquid IV. We know you will too. And right now our listeners get 20% off liquid-iv.com when you use our code BRAIN at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order on Liquid IV's website. Go to liquid-iv.com and enter our promo code BRAIN to get your savings and start getting better hydration. That's liquid-iv.com, promo code BRAIN. Don't wait. Get hydrated today. Okay, I want to talk about the bonkers thing. Yeah. Um... Let me find it. Oh, the unintended consequence of how people are doing the Ancestry.com and all those like... What DNA. are the under unintended consequences? Oh my God, what? Evidently, a lot of people are finding out that their biological dad isn't their biological dad. Like, they're oh. finding out that their dad isn't related to them. My God. Right? I bet that happens. Yeah. Who, I mean, it makes sense, but. Uh-huh. So like, I know people who didn't know that they were created via a sperm donor. And this is that, exactly what I was okay. reading. Yeah, that's it. And that, they didn't find out until they were teenagers. Oh, my God. And I think it was from something like this. One of them started doing some like. Right. And she was like, okay, mom had to tell them that, well, here's what was happening you guys so didn't come was... from dad and didn't come from mom. That's why you look like nobody. <laughs> this was surprising to me because when you do the thing and you find out your DNA, my impression was that you just find out the regions that your yeah, genes Yeah, that's what come I thought from. too. But on Ancestry.com. Oh, it matches you with anybody else who has ever done that. Oh my God, system. you're totally right. And you can oh, opt in. Okay. <laughs> you can opt out of it. So it's not like you are forced to find out or Dude. whatever. But people are like, yeah, I want to know who I'm related to. Of course they to. do. <gasps> Shut up. This and is crazy. <laughs> in one particular instance, it's getting a lot of attention. Oh, I bet a dad has a bunch of kids. Yeah, and it's the, the OBGYN. No. Yes. No. So when people were having... No. No, no, no. That is out of Law and Order Special Victims Unit. I swear to God, there was an episode that was about that, where it was like a, a narcissist OBGYN, a fertility guy who was injecting his own sperm into all these women so that he could, like, his narcissist, like, desire to spread his seed and procreate. <gasps> Dude. This is... Land and I were just talking about how writers in, in drama series... Just have to pull from what's going on in real life now. Well, right. Because, like, he watches Homeland, and he's like, it's basically, like, what is happening, right? Like, the stories that are happening in real life are crazier than that's happening on freaking Homeland. Right. It's crazy. Oh, my God. You seriously, like, I'm I'm having all the feels right now. Well, so, this in is this one case... Blowing my mind. The, the husband had a low sperm count, and the wife had issues with her uterus, and the doctor was like... Okay. I gotcha. <laughs> Did you want to have an anonymous sperm donor? And the lady was like, yeah, well, here's what we want. This height, this color hair, this whatever. He's like, I got just the guy. <laughs> <laughs> 
but the, the saddest part, I don't know about the saddest, one of the parts that's problem is he actually wasn't a match. He didn't look like they had requested. So they were kind of like, hmm, this is that weird. That is the, that's, he's just a narcissist. Yeah, and he did it to like 50 people or something. Oh, that, that should be illegal. Uh, it is. Okay, good. I'm so glad <laughs> it's illegal. illegal. Well, I don't know what the rule, are there, what, what, well, if, I feel like in that episode of Law and Order, the rules were a little gray uh, anyway. It kind of was one of those episodes where you're like, leaves no, you hanging. No, this was. Law, but no order. <laughs> <laughs> this was definitely illegal, and he's in big trouble. Um, and they're suing, of course. Yes. And how would you like to get those results in? No. Nope. I mean, and Ancestry.com is just sort of like, ah, uh, Now I'm well, terrified to do it. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, actually, it would probably be just exciting like your parents, if I got news that it wasn't. I would be like, yeah! <laughs> Rhythm! That's so crazy. That's a good point. I yeah. Mean, I'd be like, oh, no, great. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, whenever Dude, these... Dude, I'm, like, blown away. Why are you so into this? Because I... I think maybe it's because the child stuff was just yesterday for me, you know, like all the baby stuff that went through. So like the idea, and when I was pregnant in the first few weeks, I had these, actually all the way up to like week 12, I had these crazy dreams that my husband was not the father of my child. What? Like intense dreams where it was like a boyfriend I had from high school No, that like, and like my dream was so intense that like I went in one dream, I went to meet up with him at a juice bar, but the juice bar really exists in, in my neighborhood. So it, I woke up and I was like, did I go to a juice bar? Did I really meet up with him? Me. Did I cheat on my husband? Is this not my, not his baby? And then I was like, that's crazy. No, it's, <laughs> but you know, you're bra- But I started having dreams. So this dreams. feels too close to home. Yeah. So I think that's why it's like, whoa, because obviously my child was my husband. So I mean, <laughs> in fact, I was complaining at how infrequently we had sex because we only had sex one time during the month of December. That one time I happened to get pregnant. <laughs> right. So it wasn't even like, well, he's know. on the road a lot. He is yeah. on the road a lot. So that is it. That was it. Yep. Yeah. You're working against the odds. And our family came and it was the holidays and blah, blah, blah. But you know, that one time worked, but I, the next week I was complaining about how we'd never do it. And like, you know, and then I got pregnant on that one time. So I know it, I didn't cheat on him. So it wasn't your <laughs> So it wasn't O-B-G-Y-N. my, my OBGYN or, uh, we yeah. do it just the right amount. Don't worry. That is, I mean, it would be terrible to find that out. Oh God, the worst. Ew. And like the, the fact that you're related then to someone who then you despise. Well, that's, I mean, yes. who, who is right, right. <laughs> but I mean, that's tr- really troubling. Well, and then you just have, there's. Because identity is so, we talk about this all the time, how important identity is to us mm-hmm. and how like where we came from, the story of who we are and how we came to be is so important to us that if you, if that story was a lie, it would make you, it would mess you up. It would mess you up. It reminds me though of a story that I also read about this guy, this Chinese guy who's daughter had been kidnapped from him when she was three. They were at like an outdoor market and she was kidnapped and he was of course devastated. Mm. And he knew from, I guess the circumstances that it was most likely like she was still alive, whether it was trafficking or whatever, however that all works. And so he decided that he was going to drive a taxi so that he would be exposed to more people yeah. 
could spread the word oh, and try and find her. And um, he did. <gasps> <laughs> is basically the story. He kept giving out his uh, these little cards with the whole story. And then he'd say, share it on social media. Oh so people started sharing it on social media. <laughs> And the girl reached out to him. The question that was not answered in the article was what made her think she was the one. Because three, that's very young. Mm -hmm. To there must have been a story somewhere. Like whoever kidnapped her, let her know enough. Yeah. To know, like even if they said, like, no, we took you because your dad didn't want you. True. Like I feel like kidnappers could change the story and make it seem. And then this is answering, no, no, he did want me. Because yeah. there, there, maybe there was a little bit of hope in her the whole time that somebody was out yeah, there looking for her. Something, she knew that that wasn't her family. Something you about her life something. made her think that it could be her. Wow. And they did a DNA test. I was test, just going to say that, Kate. Okay, and then they confirmed. And so they had a reunion. And, Aww. of course, we can see pictures of that. And I'll put that in the How newsletter. How old is she? She's now like 25 oh, or okay. oh my God. whatever. That's really, that's and, so- but then you wonder, is it like... Because that's not something you can just jump back into no you can't and so that'd be a weird kind of like the movie room oh i still haven't seen that don't ruin it Susie. okay i'll watch that other wild wild country country and you watch room okay Susie. but yours is scary right no room yeah it's not it's no it's not that it's not scary it's like a psychological no 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 it's just sad it's really about what happens to you know how we have all those stories of people who are women who are kidnapped and like kept underground yeah by, sometimes boys you know sometimes boys but this is about one what girl like. who what happened to her at 12 and what happens when she goes back yeah when, so that's right and that's what you want to know oh my god i get chills look at that oh it's so good she won the freaking academy award because brie larson was so amazing in this yeah i want to see it's it but where do i watch acted. it that's the problem We'll find out. It might be on, on my if computer. it's on HBO, I'll let you use my code. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's a difficult thing. Where, Sometimes I forget we're recording. Right? <laughs> I'm just talking Shh. to you like You would we're... never do that. Because um, let's say, God forbid, something like that happened in, to my kid. God forbid. And so, I can't even imagine. And then to get them back, and the mom and dad would feel like, I got my baby back, but the kid would be like, who Who's are this? you? Yeah. And then you'd still feel all the love, but the, it wouldn't be reciprocated by the child in the same way because they're not, they don't have those attachment bonds. Yeah. Ooh, so, that's hard. I don't oh, know. That's what this one was like. In That's what room was. You got it. So good. I that love, is, a, I, you're blowing my mind with these stories today. I love that story though, because. I really admire people who are like on a mission, and that guy was going to find his daughter. You know who else is on a mission? This sounds like a segue for I a commercial, <laughs> but it's not. But <laughs> I didn't fun. even know this. You know Ashton Kutcher, his like he now calls acting his side job. That he oh, founded. Yeah, he's into the human trafficking yes. mission, right. and they are good. Tell They're me like about what amazing. he's doing. So I just watched a little clip that was him. Like I think he was appearing in front of. He was speaking in front of, I don't know, Congress or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was saying that, like, oh, some people say that, like, you know, actors should just stick to their day job and not talk about politics. Well, let me tell you what my day job actually is. Mm-hmm. And he ta- talks about how this is the company that I started and this is what our mission is and this is what our job is and this is what our success rate is. 
and the police are, and the FBI are coming to us. Because originally, Ashton Kutcher developed apps that were about social connection, mm. and he's using the same... And it's the same technology. Did I ever tell you the story where I shared my idea with Ashton, uh, my idea with Ashton Kutcher for part of the app, and then he used it on the app when no. I had, oh, was over at his house one night having dinner, not wow. having dinner, but like after dinner we like hung yeah. out at Ashton Kutcher's house, and I totally like. That's great. Yeah, we, he was having like a meeting, and we were and like, you were like, you know what you I was, should do? I did. I was like, you know what would actually Sarah be smarter? Explained. Yeah, I totally Sarah explained. I was like, well, it makes more sense if you did it. Da da da. That's like, awesome. Oh, that's a really good idea. So, but, but he uses so that I've been like following now. Ashton Kutcher, you know, technology <laughs> since career since, since I consulted for him. But no, wow. it, it, I saw it and I was like, wow. So he's using that. Not obviously not what I told him. I told him like some little, like it was like nothing. It's like probably he doesn't use it. It's no big deal. <laughs> but well, okay. But you know, and we've talked recently about like the whole baby pregnancy mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sh- shenanigan and Mother's Day's coming up. I still want to get you something. I'm I getting myself that, something. Yeah. You're, I, think, I think you told me that. You're yeah. like, I think I deserve that. I do. And it got me thinking because we've got to partner with Sherry's Berries and mm. they're encouraging people to get these for their moms in their life. And I thought this was such a great idea because... My kid, his routine, he's five, okay, so I can forgive. (laughs) But he and Adam always go to the dollar store Mm -hmm. and pick out, that's what all those magnets on my fridge are. Like, (laughs) there there are two magnets that say Bon Appetit and they're spelled two different ways. Oh, no, I haven't even noticed that. Like, I just can't with it. So I'm going to encourage them to try this because these are fresh, juicy strawberries dipped in milk, dark, and white chocolate goodness. Come on. That's kind of nice because you're on this diet, but you could like, you it's like fruit. Treat. Yes. But, yes. And if you get the dark chocolate, then you get the antioxidants. And I'm all into like relaxing baths and a relaxing bath, like chocolate of strawberries. That sounds Stop. so nice. Oh. Yeah. And it shows that you put some thought into it. Your moms will love it. I swear. Just... Our, right now, our listeners can send Sherry's Berries starting at nineteen ninety nine plus shipping and handling. Or check this out. You can also double the berries for $10 more. Your berries will arrive in Sherry's Berries signature gift box with a beautiful ribbon. No gift wrap required. I'm into that. Um, so hurry and order today. There's only how many days left? Four, oh, my gosh. 14 days? It's, it can be belated. It's okay. Okay. Till Mother's Day. That's the only thing that I'd be okay with belated is chocolate. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll wait as long as you need. Just give right. me more chocolate. And Mother's Day is in 14 days. They better hurry. There's only one way to get this amazing deal for mom. Freshly dipped strawberries starting at $19.99 plus shipping and handling. And remember, you can double the berries for $10 more. That's B-E-R-R-I-E-S dot com. Then click on the mic in the upper right corner and enter our code BRAINCANDY. That's berries dot com, code BRAINCANDY. I could go for some of those. Mm, me too. And they're always those really big ones. I know. So Jimmy. Good. Yes. Lincoln will eat all mine. That's the only problem. Yeah. That's what happens when you have kids. <laughs> they're nothing but trouble. I'm just peeking around our room right now. I, I should do that more often, but... Man, the art that we got from view- uh, viewers, well, maybe viewers, uh, listeners, yeah. is so cool. Really cool. We've got such talented I know, freaking brainiacs. brainiacs. Whenever I do interviews Jeez. and it's behind me, people are always like, I like that wall back there. Yeah, it's, well, it's all you guys, so there you go. Yeah, thank you for sending stuff just in. to say thanks. As to you can tell, we like getting stuff. We l- Oh, that <laughs> is it. I think I was just thinking about getting stuff. <laughs> uh, 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 you know what? I'll save that for later. Hmm. Um... 
I read a thing about Van Gogh. Oh. Are you into Van Gogh? Totally. What do you like about him? Uh, okay. I like, there's a <laughs> lot of stuff. Okay. Well, I like, there was something that I read recently about how, okay. He was able to see the movement of color in a way that's only been able to register by some sort of electronic machine. I can't remember what the details are, but when he, it's almost like the way that his brain malfunctioned, malfunctioned in a way that was like really an advantage. Yeah. And it also was linked to mental illness. Sure. That, and so as he slid into mental illness, he also slid into the unlocked. Yes. And I love anything like that. So do you know the details of this that I'm well, talking about? I know that a gal that I follow on Twitter decided to go to the places that he had painted. Yeah. And she had taken pictures of those locations. And only when she increased the saturation all the way up. Oh my God, did I get chills. resemble oh. yes. his paintings. Yeah. And that demonstrated how he saw the world in a different way. An than absolutely different way, different yeah. light. And that you can go back to these places and it's it, the brush strokes, like the exact where he placed the brush strokes are what it looks like. When yeah. You, oh, full goosebumps. Yeah, she's I into lo- it. I'm, because it just shows that like we shouldn't. Oh, yes. This is the perfect music. We should not ignore people who show signs of creative genius, even if they're a little nutty. (laughs) Because maybe many years from now, we will be buying their paintings for millions of dollars. That was good. Didn't his painting go for the most money ever? Probably. I think it was Sunflower. I did see that. I I forget which one. Van Gogh painting. Andy has that look. Remember that same look I was talking about in other... I was talking about it when we... I was talking about a... um, when I went to see the Michelangelo exhibit in New York and somebody did a, no, Leonardo da Vinci. Somebody did a portrait. No, Michelangelo. Whoever it was, Michelangelo. Somebody did a portrait of of him. One of the turtles. Somebody did a portrait of him and he had the exact same look in his eye that Van Gogh had in all of his self-portraits. And I was like, that is a, a real thing. That look is like that riding the line between genius and insanity look. And yeah. he does that. And the story about cutting off the ear. It's just so interesting. I just think it's so cool. There was an article I'll put in the newsletter. If you want to sign up on the brainkittypodcast.com, but it was at the website brainpickings.com. And it was about cool. how he found his purpose. And I thought it was really helpful because it said it was through letters that he was writing to his brother. And his brother was always like, on one hand, he was like, look, Vince, <laughs> you need to get a job. That yeah. was at first what he was like. Like, did, you're, Why are you doing this? You're wasting yeah. your time. But then eventually he saw the talent, and then he began to support him and send him money, and he saw the value of what Vince and Vinko was trying to do. Um, but they exchanged all these letters, and one of the things that you can glean from it is how he says, you don't need to know your path before starting, Aww. that a lot of people think, they can't get moving on something because they don't know what they want to do. And his letters showed how, you know what, if you're not sure like where you're going to end up, just, just keep trying stuff and get moving because otherwise you'll never get to the part where it's fun and fruitful. And then he also said something that I thought was great. He said, don't mistake your circumstances for your capabilities. (gasps) Well, that is a timeless quote, if I've yeah. ever heard one. That and was so paraphrased, but yeah. Wow. Was sort of like, 
you, whatever you're going through isn't who you are or what you're capable of. Right. And I was like, we should remember that. Yeah. Because we often do mistake our circumstances yes. for us. Do you know how many times, like, when I'm going through a, a frustration professionally, I start saying, like, in my mind, you're a loser, you're a loser, yeah. you know? Yeah. But it was it's just circumstances. Right. It's not what I am capable of. Right. So I thought that was helpful. Yes. Oh god, that is a really Sarah. good one. You are just like Killing giving it. Really good info this episode. I don't know. I mean, oh, I like I bet our listeners are really going to like that too cuz I think a lot of us feel like those moments where you know, part of us says like, "Oh, be so mindful and live in the moment." But if that moment is so heavy and so intense, it can make it feel like there's yeah, no, no future moments and like, "Oh my god, are all future moments going to be like this?" And you have to remind yourself that no. This yeah. is just right now. Yeah. That's hard though. Yes. But it's nice to hear things like that. Although know. that's why it's so sad though, because his ending was so tragic and, um, I forget what it was saying about the way that he died. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think he meant to actually, it's like, kind of like a Sylvia Plath thing. Cause oh. he didn't die right away. He walked like to go get help and he got help after shooting himself. Oh, so he changed his mind. Then he died of infection. So it wasn't like, you know how normally when you would use a gun, yeah, that's the end of the story. But for him, whatever he did, didn't end him that day. And his brother came to say goodbye and say, or see him or whatever. But then he said even that Vincent was in good spirits. Oh God. And they spoke and everything, but then he got an infection because like, Oh Inside How his organs. How did Sylvia Plath die again? Well, remember she like... I don't remember. Well, she commits suicide. Yeah, but oh, what were the, the circumstances? And uh, why is it like mysterious? Well, remember because she wrote in the bell jar about a character who oh. com- tried to kill herself and then it was either that she didn't intend to, she just wanted to like... Yeah. And that, that people thought that's what Sylvia was trying to do, but then it worked. You know, I forgot that part. Yeah. Yeah. But that was your book. I'm just I know. going by what you guys said in the meeting. I mean, th- this is what we were saying in our, <laughs> about how you don't remember what you read in books. Yeah. That was, I was so into that book and I read every single page and I hosted a book club on it and I'm like, what, what happened? happened? <laughs> yeah. But that's what was said that sort of like a lot of people think her intention was not to actually yeah. end it all. And so mm. that the Vincent Van Gogh thing is so sad, but he struggled with depression mm-hmm. and um, the darkness as well. And he talked about that in the letters too. There's something else there though. It's not just, there's some other mental illness. It's either like For bipolar or schizophrenia. It's, there's definitely something else. Yeah. Yeah. They it's talked not about just that. depression. Yeah. I don't know what the How old was he was? Was he when he died? What was it like 30 freaking? Okay. He could have been just two? starting to... Get like schizophrenic. Let me let me find because out. the fact that he could see things that differently is kind of like something you know. That's like visual hallucinations, but visual hallucinations like in a good one. It makes sense, though. I'm surprised there aren't more people who can see the world in that weird way because, like, hmm. the sight is so subjective you know the the way the light goes in your eyeballs but maybe they do we just don't know like i have a friend named Lori who is an amazing amazingly talented painter and she's all self-taught i'll show you one of her pictures she does really realistic uh uh, oil paintings of waves 
and you could there's you can't even tell the difference between her paintings and photograph all self-taught and she just sees i know that she sees things differently Hmm. i know it i think the same about you and a few other guys i dated about music how you hear it differently hmm i know it I wonder what you hear. <laughs> I, I just I hear it all together. You hear it, the individual like instruments layers. layered, yeah. and I think she sees the world in layers because she's able to paint every she's one of those so layers. Lucky. You're so lucky. Well, maybe you have that in another. I have way. synesthesia, oh, so yeah. I get the color and the number thing. Yeah, that's a bad one. But it makes me really <laughs> like to have things. You know, I like to like my house is very yeah. visually appealing because that one of the side effects of synesthesia is you need things to be. Visually, a certain way, a cert, like yes, yeah. you need balance in like aesthetically pleasing. Huh? Yeah. He was thirty-seven. P.S. Oh, yeah, Vince. That's, yeah, that's, that's. Anything you want to add before we go? Oh my God, no! But that was such a good one. I do want to say that there are. Uh, I just got my pool. This is like a little aside, but I thought it was kind of funny mm-hmm. that I just got my pool redone, and they like we're doing construction work and they took everything down and there were, there are two little birds that every year come and build their nest under the waterfall. Yeah. They freaking built that nest back in like two days. Really? I was like, I should hire these guys to build the rest, <laughs> do the rest of my construction. Yeah. Cause you had, they're the complaints. best contractors on the job. <laughs> That's really, they're getting the job done in two days. Bring all their own materials. Lickety split. <laughs> yeah. I got to get them out of there, so I hope. Oh, really? Because the old waterfall's going down? It, no, they they built it right underneath the waterfall, and then it go all their bird stuff and all the stuff from the nest <laughs> goes right into the water oh, poop? On, on the step, and it like it's you know not good for my pool. No, that's gross. Get them and out. I, yeah. Get them out of so there. So I got to like do it before they have babies, because then I can't t- I can't destroy their home. So what are you going to do? Move the whole nest? Well, I'm going to have to, they're going to, I'm going to have to do a tear down and they're going to have to rebuild in another neighborhood. <laughs> I told <laughs> them I, every time they came by, I was like, get out, go away. Don't build your nest here. Sarah. And they still built it. You should have like a birdhouse that attracts them. Right. And then, I, oh, that would be smart. You know what I mean? But okay. They're, this you kind of don't want them around. Right. This was Dimitri Martin. Who's one of my favorite comedians. One of his jokes. He said that <laughs> birds the only animal that build their own home and we build the only animal we build a home for are them. <laughs> that's, really- <laughs> that's, so, that's the only animal who builts its own home. And we are, and we're like, we, we have the audacity this. to be like, move over, sit down bird. I'll take over that's from here. Funny. So, you know, they're building their own, but maybe I should just give them like a little side condo for them, like a back house for them to hang out in. So they don't have to like use my Yeah. Pool. Good idea, Suze. All right, I'll people. get on that. See you next time. See ya. Bye.